You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, there it is. There's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the entire planet, in our general vicinity, in this room. (laughs) Ah. Yeah. Animal Talk, it is America's Pet Show. Again, some of the best doggone people, like I mentioned, like this guy sitting over here between all these electronics. Hi, I'm Brian Donovan, and I have a larger-than-average vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, just uh, being sassy on the sidelines. Hello, Sam. Sam Nork. Sam! Hey! <laughs> How are you doing, Samantha? Is your car out of the shop yet? Sam's a little hitchy. Everything's oh, everything's a little hitchy. What happened today. to the technology? I don't know. It's uh, it's it's all just very very having trouble connecting to the internet today. I know we'll get there. I noticed uh, when Sam began to speak. Yes, that's when we had the problem. Everything went sideways. What does that mean? Everything went sideways yeah. from there. But uh, it's working okay on on my machine, so we should be fairly okay. Who knows if it's happening? <laughs> we don't know if it's sticking or not. No, it's hey, a, there's Sam. Hey, Sam. Okay. I lost you too. Yeah, we're back. We back. are back. So, Animal Talk. It is America's Pet Show, helping people with their pets, and uh, just uh, Sam is the, is the car working? That's that was what I was asking you. Oh yeah, nope. Uh, it's still in the shop. Um, there's something up with the engine, I guess. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I don't know. It was like I got in it yesterday and I started it and it was like jerking. It was weird. It was like I don't know. It was it was really weird. And then the check engine like came on and I'm like, oh my god. So I drove it to the place and I'm like, I'm leaving it here. Just fix it. <laughs> Sam, uh, uh, I want you to explain to me, to the best of your ability, how your car engine works. <laughs> Go. I don't Go. No, just, uh, well, you got to have some idea, some notion. Turn it on and then you can drive. <laughs> You've never been curious as to what that engine, what's going on under no. the hood? Hmm? No, because I feel like every time if I lift it up, I'm going to touch something and then I'm going to mess something up and I don't know what anything is. I barely know how to put windshield wiper fluid in it. But do you I think it's magic? I mean, what do you think time. makes it go? What uh, what happens in, in the engine? Do you know? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure, honestly. I mean, I know what it looks like. Like, that's the engine. But I'm not, you know. You can point out the engine when you lift the. Yeah, that's the engine. Yeah. Ah. Uh, you know anything about cars? Well, growing up in the, the era that I grew up in, it's yeah. uh, you, you, and, and the fact that I was poor. Yeah. Um, you had to fix your own stuff. Right. Right. Yeah, that included your car. Yeah. You change oh, your yeah. tires. Well, you, you could. Now your... it's all computers. You yeah, can't that's do that's true. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, like a can... thermos. I mean, you know, it's it, it keeps it hot. It keeps it cold. How does it know? How does it know? It's all computerized. Yeah, it's it, it knows through the computer. It is. Yeah, it's, um... <laughs> that's how thermoses work. But, Sam, uh, if you're curious, I got thermoses worked out. But t- <laughs> Jamie, even though you're, uh, you can't do anything with tools. You don't even you don't know oh. a crescent wrench from a uh, a spud wrench. No, <laughs> not a wrench. Thing. Um, a but uh, but spud wrench. Yeah. Um, but uh, you had to, you probably tinkered around with your vehicles, no? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, it's a hey, this thing isn't working. Oh, I don't have any Oh my money. god, no! I it's like I I just uh, I I at one point owned uh, a used mail truck. Uh, it was like a it was like <laughs> that's actually kind of cool. This is that's... what right hand drive, <laughs> one seat. 
I actually had a, I had a, a milk crate and or I had, like had this like little elementary school chair, and uh, I actually took a girl out on a date. <laughs> once. Oh my god! Really? You took her out on a date? Are you surprised I did not get a second date? <laughs> you didn't? No, I was just charming, and I, I spray painted it black. And, so uh, so this was a pre- previously the U.S. Postal Service used yeah, it. And yeah, they, they drive it. the shit out of those I, things. Oh, yeah. So. I bought it for 500 bucks used. <laughs> it had like, you know, 200,000 miles on it, you know. Yeah. Just but it was like a it was a, it was a Jeep CJ. And so my concept was because if you cut if you cut off the boxy back end of it, yeah. right, and put a roll bar on it, it would be like an old CJ. Yeah. And it, but, and it would be right hand drive. <laughs> I never got around to that. I just spray painted it black and said, "Screw it." And you took a girl out. <laughs> <laughs> you did you put a Did you put a stamp on that ass? I'm a <laughs> I'm a catch man. <laughs> I'm a return to sender, baby. Oh, oh my goodness, Jamie. Yeah. Oh, good God. But you, I'll bet you pulled it off though. And it, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, actually, we did go out a handful of times. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and actually, sort, um, the, but, that but the mail. thing, the thing, my the Jeep would it would occasionally catch on fire because uh, it, <laughs> it, it it was yeah you know because it had a leak uh, an oil leak the the, the 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 head gasket yeah on the manifold there it would it would leak uh, and then the oil would get down onto the exhaust manifold and you'd have to get out there with your hanky and just get. <laughs> <laughs> brake clean. I would go whoosh, 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 yeah. with brake clean, and brake brake clean is is highly ignitable, but yeah. uh, it does clean it off. And then after the big eruption of flames, <laughs> uh, you can just jump back in and keep driving. See, so you learn something. Yeah, you learn oh, yeah. something about yeah. cars. A mail truck. Yeah, I couldn't replace There's the head now. gasket, although I knew that it was a head gasket problem. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, mail truck. That's a beautiful thing, man. Right hand drive. I almost found this. I drove cool. some pretty shitty, cra- uh, you know, vehicles as well. You know, now, <laughs> now everyone has to have a, a brand new car every uh, couple of years. And, yeah, uh, kids no. these days. No, I just uh, when Colleen took the buyout from Chrysler, part of the buyout was you know a vehicle. Yeah. And so that's the Jeep that I'm still driving 13 years later. So yeah, but hey, it's a free car. Yeah, free car. <laughs> now she's home all the time. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, she's got another job. But the animal talk, right? That's yeah. kind of what we're doing, isn't that what we do? We help people Probably. with their pets. Sometimes. We try. Today is- today, We make a, a good college effort. Today is one of those days. But we're going to talk about uh, some Halloween tips. Samantha, do you uh, do you like Halloween? Are you a big Halloween-y fan? I like Halloween. Halloween's cool. Make America goth again. She's a she's a LARPer. She's like a cosplay yeah. kind of from way oh, back. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your? Uh, what we're going to talk about some uh, Halloween pet tips, uh, some gold medal rats, mm. and a whole bunch more. But uh, Sam, what's your favorite uh, Halloween candy? What's your What's your favorite candy? What's my Pardon favorite me? candy. Yeah. Twix. Mm. Or anything. Right or like... left Twix. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. It tastes better. <laughs> Brian, are you, uh, I was going to ask you right or left, but that's... Deborah, yeah. what's your favorite Halloween candy? Mine well, mine would be, uh, you know, I, I'm old school. The Reese's Peanut Butter Cups oh, are those okay. and the Mr. Good Bars. So, okay. Those are my faves. So what to, but what to get on Halloween? I'm, see, now M&M's plain chocolate are my, my favorite, um, but I like getting the crunch 
bars, the Nestle Crunch, yeah, the little baby those Crunch are, bars. Those are pretty awesome. On Halloween. I love when I get those on Halloween. I usually like chocolate, but you know, um, about a month ago, you had licorice in the station, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Sam and I ate the ass out of that thing. It was... <laughs> Yeah, we're kind of out of Twizzlers. I mean, it's nothing I would actually go and buy, but you right, put right. that in front of me, and it's it's yeah. going to be gone. I'm, yeah, yeah. I know with the whole We coat. had a good time, didn't we, Sam, with the licorice? Yeah, it was the not twist one. It the was Islers. Islers. Oh, the Islers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She may describe it slightly different than you did, but. Well, once we got over that, it was, you know. <laughs> Wait, what did, he, what did you call it? No, no. He just said his description of, of how voraciously he ate it. Um, and Sam, Sam and I did that Lady in the Tramp thing where she started on one end, I started on the other. And then we met in the middle. Oh, no, that wasn't Sam. That was Matt. Matt and I were doing that. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm jealous. Yeah. Uh, but we do. We do uh, got some pet questions. I got I got one here. You yeah. want to you wanna play with one? You know what? I, I'm a little suspicious of this question. Cause no, no, not at all. You've never come up to me before the show and said, I've got some really good questions, Ryan. Can't I was, wait. I was, no, I was excited that I actually had a really? good good. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. It involves a golf cart. How could you go wrong? Okay. All right. So my family and I recently, two months ago, adopted a stray retriever mix. He's very obedient, loves riding out in the gator or in the golf cart, but refuses to come in the house. And he won't go in his doghouse. We bought him one to be in outside. Uh, we've tried treats. Doesn't go for that. I've carried him in once or twice. We played once inside. But as soon as he needs to go potty... He's out there and won't come back in. Uh, we own nine acres, so we assumed he's just enjoying being on the property. I enjoy being out there. So we bought him a doghouse, but he refuses to go inside of that, even if it's raining. So I'm worried, you know, it's getting colder. It's getting down to the 40s at night. So um, I don't like the idea of him, of him being out in the cold uh, since he only wants to sleep uh, by our vehicles. So what do you do? What do I do? So what do they do about their dog that so doesn't for, want to come inside? Yeah. First of all, this is a, it's an outside dog then, huh? Yeah. That's uh, becoming more and more rare. You know, yeah. growing up, we always no, had but they, outside. But they, they want to have the dog in the house. The dog just doesn't want to come in. I thought you said he won't go in his dog house. He won't, he won't come in the house. He pick him up, carry him into the house. Oh, okay. And all he's right. in the house. He goes like, oh, I got to go potty. And they let him out and yeah. then they can't coax him back in the house. Well, he's you know, like, the, screw that. When you train a dog, yeah. you know, you, uh, you give him a command. And you say, come here, come, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And if you don't define what that means, the dog is going to define it. Yeah. You know, so if you put yourself in a position where you call the dog in and he doesn't have to come in, then he can put any, you know, um, uh, response to that he wants. Uh-huh. And that then that becomes a habit. So you call him and he doesn't come to you. Mm. And you call him, he doesn't come, and he doesn't come. A- after a while, the dog will just start ignoring you because mm. that's what he's learned. He doesn't feel like coming in. He's not going to. So what you what you need to do is you have to let him know that every time you call him, mm-hmm. he's going to end up uh, right in front of you. So um, a good place to start is to get like, uh, they call it a lunge line. They you typically use them for horses. Oh. It's, it's basically a cotton web leash that's about 20 feet long. Mm-hmm. And you put it on the dog's collar and you say, come, and you reel him in like a fish. Just reel him in. When he gets to you, give him a treat. So he doesn't have much choice, okay? And there's something good happens when he gets to you. Okay. And you do it every single time. Now, the dog's going to start anticipating that. Because he really has no choice anyways. He's going to start beating to the punch. He's going to start running towards you. Now, once he does that mm-hmm. consistently, he'll no longer even entertain the thought of doing something else. Because dogs are creatures of habit. So even if he doesn't want to come to you, that's the only response that's in his head. Yeah. You see? So 
And uh, so, but preferably what you would do is you would do this before you make all the, the mistakes. So now that's in his head where he didn't have to listen to you. So it's yeah. just going to have to, it's going to, you're going to have to spend more time on it, uh, training him. It could take, you know, eight weeks, you know, to, uh, to, to, to get him to, you know, understand that when he, when you do call, he has to come to you, but pretty straightforward thing, but you got to have control of the situation so you can teach him, uh, you know, give him that right definition, the correct definition when you say, come here. So much like my wife. Give me no choices. She gives you no choices. <laughs> no, she gives you plenty of choices. And she's stronger than you. <laughs> and she's much stronger than me. So she can make you do what she wants. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm kind of a, afraid of Colleen as well. Because <laughs> that's when she, a healthy fear. That is a healthy fear. When she's serious, she seems like she's pretty damn serious. Oh like, yeah. Like um yeah, I don't think I'd want to disagree with her. You know. <laughs> See, but it's funny because she and I, same circle of friends, uh, we didn't meet. Oh, well, we've been married for 10 years now. How'd that happen? Have you really? Felt? Yeah. Wow. Going on 11. Back to back, huh? Yeah. All in a row. In a row. You, you should try it sometimes. Like it. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, you're working on it, right? I'm working on you're it, working team. on it. Working on it. <laughs> working on it very well with yeah. some of the best people on the planet. Uh, but so- yeah, yeah, but we uh, we only met like about fifteen years ago. Mm-hmm. But we, uh, we we have the same circle of friends for like the last thirty years, and I mean, just like seriously, the same circle of friends, and we've been to the same parties at these same events, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just, I mean, literally, and small events. It's like, how do we not know each other? It, and it, yeah. it's like, but uh, and everybody's when when we started hanging out 15 years ago, and then you know people started finding out we were dating, and people would come to me and are like, "Are you dating her? Really? She's kind of a you know, she's kind of she's not nice, Jamie. <laughs> she's not nice." <laughs> well, the thing is, Jamie, you know, she prides herself on that too. Uh, opposites, I guess, opposites attract. You know, Peanut and I mm. are both strong personalities, yeah. and when we butt heads, <laughs> it's ugly. Now, but but uh, you know, Colleen is a yeah. very strong personality, yeah. and, and, I, and I wouldn't call it your, yours is not strong. Your your personality is more like <laughs> undercooked biscuits or something. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's funny. It's funny if we get it, if we get in an argument or something, and I yeah. I just I'm like finally I'm just all right. F you. Yeah. You're effing crazy. Effing. Yeah. And she's like, oh look, he's mad. He's swearing. Isn't that cute. Yeah. She's she, it's cute when I do it. Yeah, she's you're like, not you're she's not gonna, proud of me. You're not going to put a dent in that armor. So. Right? Uh, yeah. So, but but the thing is, with me, she's a pussycat. Yeah, yeah, really, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Not always. <laughs> I see some of the other stuff, but but way more of a pussycat than anybody else ever gets to see. So, yeah. I'm a lucky guy. I'm a lucky guy, and I I, I say that uh, very unsolicited because uh, she never ever ever listens. <laughs> so <laughs> it's ever? like no, she won't. <laughs> I mean, it, like. Uh, it, her friends are like, "Oh, did you ever? Oh, Jamie was on the radio doing this." And yeah. she's like, "I gotta listen to him when he's home. I don't. I know. I don't right, listen right. to that ever." <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call support. So tough yeah. love. That's tough love. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, tough love. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's a time. It's time for tough love because we said we were talking about our favorite Halloween candy. Yeah. Uh, and what do pets like? Pets love treats. This is treat season. Yeah. But the problem is the majority of the treats. The majority of the treats aren't good for you, let alone your dog. <laughs> so exactly. So yeah, uh, when it when it, it comes to uh, trick or treating, you really, really have to monitor the situation. You know, you don't want your dog diving into the candy and eating chocolate. You know, most folks know that uh, chocolate is not good for dogs. Yeah, the darker the chocolate, the worse it is. That's right. The smaller the dog, the darker the chocolate, the bigger your problem. So yeah. white chocolate. 
Still chocolate. Still yeah. Bad. Still chocolate. Yeah. Still, still problematic. Chocolate. <laughs> still problematic. What's your point, Sam? <laughs> no, I was just, I was just. She was trying. To, she was. She was white chocolate's not she, chocolate, though. I don't. I don't think white chocolate should even be in the chocolate family. It, no. You can't pass yeah, that shit true. off on me. That's not <laughs> chocolate. Milk chocolate has its place. I like dark chocolate, you know, more. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't but, like dark chocolate. But like really? But do you like white chocolate, yeah. Sam? Sam? Sometimes. Do you? <laughs> I, I I don't like Sometimes. it. Is it chocolate? I don't know. I don't know if I don't think it's a chocolate. No. Uh, it's it's, it's confection like of some it. kind. It's a, yeah. <laughs> so um, but so this is a, this is a, and it, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that happens around Halloween yeah. uh, and the holidays in general because uh, people listen to this anytime that are problematic for your pets. Absolutely. Um, well, you think of uh, uh, how many times during uh, the course of the day or, do you have candy thrown strewn about your floor, right? As you're sorting, you know, it's yeah. uh, so it's it's something new for a dog. Dog will, you know, Every some dogs will steal it and, and run away. Not only is it bad for the dog, dog might chew on something, say taffy or something, mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. and then get it all over his paws and his face and all over the carpet, and uh, it could be a it could be a huge mess. Um, and then there's the coloring that's in some of the this candy. You know, you get a dog steal something that's very bright red and starts chewing on it on the on the couch. You know, on the sofa, and then it's your, you know, you have problems there. Um, I mean, it's one issue after another when, mm-hmm. when it comes to Halloween and pets. Sure. I mean, and then you have these weird people coming to the door who are dressed like something you've never seen before. Right. And you could have some behavior problems. How often does somebody knock on your door? For, do you, I live out in the woods. Yeah. Jamie. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. You know, nobody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If someone so. knocks on my door, I'm getting my gun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it, the yeah. world is different than when we were growing up because people would, you know, come over and knock on your door. Your neighbors would come over and knock yeah. on the door. That doesn't happen very infrequently. It's in, in these days. You're right. Yeah. Just um, gen- yeah. Even if you were to live in a subdivision, if you live so, in a subdivision, you, yeah. people don't generally just walk up and knock on your door. No, right? no. Right. So that's a very different thing that you have a parade of people shouting and ringing your doorbell and knocking yeah. on the door. Uh, so that's yeah. going to make your pet uh, a little crazy. Uh, could be because something different, different changes always, you know, can challenge your animal. Right. So how can you prepare your pet or, or what should you maybe sequester them in the basement or upstairs or away from maybe turn off your doorbell? What What's something somebody well, can do? And here's another issue. Uh, you have people coming up. You're, you might be dressed up. Maybe you have a party going on. Uh, people coming to the door, you're not focused on your dog. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's a horrible thing because, you know, your dog can make a mistake, bite somebody or get, you know, or run out the front door. So um, it wouldn't be a bad idea to put them in a crate, put them in the basement. And if uh, if you can keep an eye on them, put them on a leash. And... Put on his favorite Led Zeppelin album. Yeah, exactly. And then... You got uh, it. Well, kind of, because if you fill the air with some music for the dog, mm-hmm. like if you normally listen to pop music or rock music, some of that rock and roll music, I mm-hmm. just became a really old man. Uh, but play whatever kind of music that the... Or uh, TV, if you usually watch the murder shows, like yeah. Aline always watches them. Every time she come in, she's watching some sort of, you know, I killed my husband show. I'm like, are you planning? <laughs> and she just upped my insurance yesterday. She said, hey, can you sign this? We're raising your insurance. Uh-huh. Is that a bad sign? That's a bad sign. Okay, Jamie. that's a bad sign. All right, I, just, I think I, I thought I put that out there on the air. Just uh, you know, yeah. what are so, these banana peels doing all over the floor? <laughs> so, but yeah, so whatever. If you listen to, if you watch TV uh, frequently, or if you listen to music, put that on and kind of fill the room with that noise for your pet, yeah. and it'll be a consistent thing for them. That's and, a good idea. Yeah, hopefully that'll 
distract them from the people knocking on the door. Even even Christmas can be, you know, the other holidays coming up, Thanksgiving and Christmas and football season, if you're having people over to tailgate or whatever, those those unique gatherings are different things that can throw your pet off. So yeah. give them some stability. And it might be even more pronounced now because, uh, you know, with uh, the pandemic, um, mm. you know, people aren't, they're, they're tending to stay home more, mm-hmm. you know, so it's even more rare occurrence for people to, to, to come to your house and um, yeah, so it, it could it could be a problem. You got you just got to be vigilant and got to keep an eye on your dog. Yeah, Sam, I've, I think I've asked you this before. Do you ever dress your boys up? Do you ever put sweaters on them or a little? Yeah, yeah, we do, um, but not like costumes. Yeah, my sister, she's got like she always has just like little teacup chihuahuas and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and she's always dressing them up in little bunny ears or St. Patrick's Day hats and just like I'm like and then she's like sends pictures and you could just see the dog's eyes going kill me. <laughs> kill me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but costumes can be dangerous for your pets too, right? Cuz yeah. anything with like a cape I said no capes. So anything with a, you know, there's choking hazards. Pets yeah. run through stuff, run by stuff, and you know, get get. If there's anything tight around their neck, that could be trouble. Yeah, and they can they can. Uh, yeah, there, there's the, the panic factor too, right? It could be something that's not initially uh, a bad fit for the pet, sure. but because they get their paw stuck in it trying to get it off, you know, yeah. and uh, whether it's a cat or a dog, it could, yeah, they can get they in really trouble. really pull a hammy or yeah. fall down somewhere. But they're, yeah, a lot of people do dress out. their dress their dogs yeah. and cats up. So it's, uh, you know, so maybe it's not a terrible thing for some of them, but don't do it for the first time and yeah. insist that he wears it on Halloween and, yeah. you know, you might get, uh, you might have a pretty adverse effect. So the best thing would be turn off your lights from now until January 2nd, D- don't answer the door for your relatives. Yes. Don't invite them over and just, yeah, just close it up. That'll that's be the, a, best, the best advice I can give. That's a page right out of my playbook. <laughs> Yours is fly down to Florida, ignore the world. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good plan, Jimmy. It's a good plan. I like your Bulletproof. plan. Bulletproof. We're, we're, uh, we're, we're following you. Uh, but yeah, so Thank just you with, you. with the holidays, uh, be Sam, careful. anytime. You know that. Really? Yeah, of Tomorrow? course. Yes, of course. <laughs> I gotta plan my trip. You gotta, you gotta swim through the moat. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> All right. So I got another pet question for you, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, have you ever heard of this uh, uh, breed of dog, though? Um, it's a, a Bichon Harvey. A Bichon Harvey. Oh, maybe that's just the dog's name. <laughs> <laughs> so our Bichon. Is there a comma somewhere? There? <laughs> no, I think it means okay. a comma. Yeah. Uh, our Bichon. Harvey. Harvey. This <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> okay. the first time I read it. I go, what the hell is a Bichon Harvey? <laughs> is it like, it's got a raspy voice. It's like Harvey, the Hyper Fire, Harvey Firestein version of. Uh... Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. So Harvey. <laughs> our Bichon Harvey is around five months old now and is really becoming a little terror. Five months. His nipping and biting is starting to get worse. And we always try to substitute his biting with a toy or a chew. Uh, he consequently um, has to go to a corner of the rug and starts chewing that. Uh, he likes chewing on family members' slippers. And he's starting to nip their skin, which is starting to annoy some of the family members. Uh, I'm stuck for ideas because I really don't know how to curb this behavior. Uh, five-month-old Bichon. We, uh, we had him at puppy classes. 
but he's scared of other puppies. And when another puppy comes close to him, he starts showing his teeth, uh, telling them to back off. And they normally do. Uh, we really need to sort out this behavior. Uh, we, we're not, we don't know what to do. Well, you know, uh, most people put their dogs in, in obedience classes between the age of four and six months. Uh, five months. This dog is five months. Why do they do that? Yeah, because yeah. that's when the dogs are really starting to act up. Okay. You know, until the dog, an eight-week-old puppy to 12, maybe 14 weeks, they're so much fun. They follow you everywhere. They're they're cute. They're not insubordinate. They're just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, they just want to play. And, and, just like uh, Sam. Yeah, just like Sam. And, uh, um, yeah, <laughs> but once they get a little bit older, they you know it, uh, a five month old dog is like a uh, a teenager. They're good really for nothing <laughs> except being right. a pain in your ass. And uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, you got uh, it's good that they had the dog in class. Yeah, but the dog right. also has to conquer that that fear of other dogs. Right. And that's best done now than when the dog is three or four years old. Mm. In fact, you might not be able to solve it later on. Right. So get him back into class, even though it's uncomfortable for you and the dog is, you know, nipping at other dogs. He'll get used to the other dogs and that will no longer trigger him. And you'll be able to make some progress with getting the dog to listen. You'll have some supervision, you know, of a trainer. It sounds like you have a lot of issues. So it's not mm. just one thing. It's just that your dog needs to be reined in a little bit. That's right. All. So yeah. a good trainer, good classes. Yep. Get them back in class. You know, yeah. and, it, well, yeah. and I was going to say, well, maybe private classes, but then you have other dog issues. And yeah. if you ever want to go to a dog park or. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you want to conquer that now. You yeah. want to get rid of that, you know, that, yeah. that fear. And that is conquerable. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And it's directly associated with lack of socialization. Now, some dogs, everyone starts at, they all start out at a different point. You know, so some dogs never, most dogs never experience that. But your dog needs some extra help with that socialization, not less. Mm. So you need more exposure to other dogs so that he's, uh, you know, he's manageable now at five months and he's going to get used to other dogs if you, uh, put him in that situation or, you know, expose him to it. So he needs it. Get back into that training. He you have it. to be the stronger dog. That's right. So, because yeah. yeah, you want to all oh, puppy and you want to, you know, you want a baby up. Yeah. A little tough love. Tough love. I think that's the theme for today's show, Jamie. Tough love. Tough love, yeah. <laughs> tough beans. Yeah. Tough We're, beans? Yeah, yeah, Sam, why aren't you here? Why are you My on- car. I know, but, but that's okay. That's one excuse. That's one reason why you may not be here. But there's, there, there's Uber, there's public transportation. Dollars for an Uber? There's, there. You have friends. We are way on the other side of town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It takes me like forty-five minutes to get there. Okay, so why aren't you here? <laughs> My car. Because we miss you, Samantha. Yeah, we that's miss what you. it is. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I was there. You know. Well, she's kind of here. I'm she's not, she's I like pandemic you, here. I, I came in. So she's that's cool. She yeah. turned her camera I on. I didn't just jump ship. Okay. All right. So, gold medal rats. Oh yeah. What's this about gold medal rats? <clears throat> Cambodia. They're they're awarding rats with gold medals for for what? For landmine detection. So they use rats. Okay. To help detect landmines. So these are actually rats are are actually really trainable. You well, as a behavior. Very trainable. Rats, rats are, are a lot of fun. They yeah. they make a great pet. Yeah. Uh, rats are are fun. They 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 get to know know you, and they're they're very very friendly, and they're interesting, very interesting, and they do learn quickly. So here's the thing, right? This the in Cambodia, these uh, uh, magawa magawa rats, they can search uh, 
an area the size of a tennis court in about 30 minutes. So a, a rat, this rat can search an area like the size of a tennis court. And one, one rat? One rat, 30 minutes, and check, it, can check out the- For, you for know, mines. For mines. How long do you think it would take uh, a human to, to scour a tennis court size space? Well, the thing is- Safely who are, for landmines. Who is- Putting landmines in tennis courts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. that's yeah. a that's, a, that that's like an awful thing. Tennis court. Yeah. Well, the size of a tennis oh area, okay. area the size of a tennis man. Court. You got to go slow, right? You got to <laughs> okay. go slow. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's um, it's, I don't know, hour four, four days. Really, four days. Yeah. So it would take it would take a human with a metal detector four days to do what these rats can do in thirty minutes, right? And because they're so light, yeah, um, they they're much less likely to trigger something. Not entirely. Yeah. So sometimes it's not a great ending for the event. And that's why they get the gold medals. Well, worldwide, there's, uh, yeah, there are like millions of landmines yeah. that are oh. undetonated. Yeah. So that's, in the, it's in Africa. So it's these giant African pouched rats. They're being trained to detect landmines in Cambodia. Do, do they put the landmine in their pouch when they find one? Mm, yeah. Oh, no. no. I don't they think so. They have pouches, do they? These are pouched rats. So this this one particular rat, Magawa, he's uh, become a hero rat, and he was given the gold medal for life-saving bravery and devotion to duty. Unless that gold medal is made of cheese, he doesn't give <laughs> he a rat's <laughs> ass for that medal. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, he's trained by a Belgium-based uh, animal charity, and uh, he's discovered 39 landmines uh, and, and 28 items of unexploded ordinances, clearing over... Uh, 140 meters of, of square, 140 square meters of land, uh, like two football fields. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, not two, 20 football fields. Yeah, these landmines are, uh, they're devastating. Uh, you know, kids out playing, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, trigger these things. It's, uh, it's a huge problem in certain parts of the so, world. So, yeah, the rats, super intelligent, easy to train. Uh, they'll do things. They, they, they they're very, they're very food motivated. Um, and they, they could be trained for a, a lot of other, a lot of other incredible things. And I thought they were listed here and I, you know, I don't see it now. So, but, uh, just like it, it, seizure, you know, uh, triggering, like mm-hmm. your dogs will trigger for seizures and things. So you, it's amazing things you can train them to do. So, uh, years ago I had a rat who made his way out of his cage. Uh huh. At the time I had a couple dogs and a cat. Oh. And he was ferocious when the dogs or the cat would come around. He looked like just a, a, a rabid, you know, just uh, an awful devil creature. And then we came around, and he was the sweetest thing. He knew the difference, you know. Oh. And the, the cat would leave him alone, dogs would leave him alone. And he'd hang out by his, by his cage, kind of walk across it, you know, lay on it, just uh, wait for us to come by so he could play. It was just the coolest little thing. Mm. They're awesome. You should get one, Sam. I dated a girl in... Uh, was a rat? That had a, yeah, she was, she was going to U of M. She lived in an arbor and, uh, the band, my buddy's band was playing. And yeah. so they were playing and I met this girl and so on, which went out a handful of times. Amazing. Just weird, you know, and she rescued a couple of rats from the psychology department that were kind of at the I end of their run. imagine you and some weird chick and a rat and a mail truck. That's <laughs> it, man. I wasn't driving the mail that, truck yet. No. That no. should be a movie. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, just yeah, it's just uh, it just went name? back to hanging out, and uh, she went. So I'm gonna go, you know, get some tea. And she came back, and she had a rat like running across her shoulder, and he I'm did. like, all right, 
Now it's getting freaky. <laughs> All right, but I got another I got another pet question here. Um, hey guys, uh, I've been walking a, a male Bernadoodle. What's a Bernadoodle? Bern- no, it's a it's Bernese. A, it's a doodle named Vern. My no, doodle it's, it's Vern. A, oh, maybe it's a Bernese and a probably yeah. poodle. Maybe yeah. a Bernadoodle, or maybe a. a Somebody doodled, somebody named Bernie doodled a poodle. I don't know. All right, never mind. Bernie doodle? Bernie doodle? Bernie doodle? Bernie doodle. Anyway, all right. So I've been walking. This is like a dog walker, mm-hmm. right? I've been walking a male Bernie doodle for about six months or so, mm-hmm. uh, three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I've been doing that for about a year now. When I first met the dog, he was five months old. Uh, he was extremely unruly, but, but settled down a lot eventually uh, on the walks. And now he'll walk like a gentleman with me. Harley pulls, keeps a loose leash, checks checks often and sits before crossing the street or when I just stop. No cues needed. Wow. Um, I'll use treats sometimes on the walk, but then he loses interest in the treats and just physical affection is, is the best reinforcer with this dog. Yeah. His owners are a little older. The wife seems to be the main person interacting with the dog. They say he behaves poorly with the dad. Uh, especially at dusk. I told them he needs more exercise and and mental stimulation because he's a very smart dog. It's like having a teenager. Um, He absolutely refuses to walk with the owner. Uh, They'll get get a few feet out of the gate, and the dog will stop, lay down, roll on his back. He weighs like 75 pounds and knows how to use his mass to get his way. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he'll refuse to go in any direction, even home, leaving the owner stranded, Standing there looking like an idiot. Uh, the owner has tried uh, very high-value treats, uh, a fast pace, waiting. Nothing seems to work. What would you suggest with this family um, that could help them solve this problem? This sounds like an association thing. You know, uh, dogs are really good at um, at determining who they need to listen this to. This is the one I was excited about. Yeah, and who they don't. But this sounds like something different. This sounds like the dog has a bad association with walking with this particular person. Sounds kind of odd, but you, you, in any event, you need some leverage. Mm-hmm. So a dog will respond to the strongest stimulus in the environment. Okay. So if the strongest stimulus is fear, you know, he doesn't want to walk, then he's not going to respond to a treat or anything else. Now, if the strongest stimulus is the food, mm-hmm. then you can make some progress. So all you have to do is make the strongest stimulus the food. And the way you do that is he should be walking this dog at first once a week. Okay. Don't feed the dog the, the day before, okay? That sounds mean, Brian. It, It's not mean. It's not mean. What it does, it gives you leverage. So the dog is hungry. Okay. So now he's thinking more about his stomach than he is about his fear. Okay. So then you take him out, and you, and you have something, a secret weapon, like chopped up hot dogs or something, something very special that the dog doesn't normally get. You put him on the leash, and the dog takes a little step towards you. You give him a little piece of hot dog. Huh. And, and maybe you do that for 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. Any progress you make, give them a, a treat, and then you go back in and, and uh, uh, bring them back in the house and feed them. And then next week you do the same thing. So what you're doing is you're counter-conditioning the dog. You're starting to get the dog to respond uh, based on um, you know him searching for something good rather than trying to avoid something bad. That makes sense? Yeah. So, um, but you've got to have that leverage. Training is all about leverage. And uh, whether you're, you know, using some sort of punishment or some sort of reward, that's the function of it. Is yeah. just to make um, make the choices clear. 
You know, this avenue is good. This one's not so good. This one's better than that one. You know, if you always use food and you don't have leverage, yeah. then, you know, if he's more distracted by a squirrel or, or startled by a car or something, that's what's going to uh, influence a dog more than, yeah. the, than the treat. I'm just trying to wrap my head around what event might have caused this dog to not want to walk with this owner. It's odd, And yeah. it's like down with the dog walker. Is it the time of day? Could the time of day be part of it? It could be. I'd like to see what, what's going on. Maybe yeah. it has to do with the, the owner leaving the house and the dog doesn't like the idea. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it sounds odd. It sounds yeah. pretty odd. And it's, or, or they took him on a walk and there's like a big backfire. Yeah, and some, the dog that could have like happened. freaked out and just like, oh, it, it, walking with you sucks. Yeah. I'm not doing it. It could have been one, one event like that. Okay. Maybe he's mistreating the dog. Maybe he's pulling the leash or the way he's he's holding the dog is not something the dog you know uh, is is okay with. Colleen tells me yeah. I, I I do it totally wrong. She's like you do not when we when we had Zoe and I would I would hold. Oh, the I leash. thought you meant with the leash on her. Oh. I thought this was going somewhere else. <laughs> I do all that wrong too. But, uh, <laughs> it's a day of dig- not there, not it's like a, that. It's a di- day of digressions, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, she would just say, "I just, I just, I, you just don't know how to do it." Yeah, she never pulls on the leash for me, and I'm like, "Where well, you go?" Yeah, <laughs> dog's still pulling on a leash. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, okay, she's not pulling on the leash. Um, I, my, I was wondering if going, if if having that dog walker go on some of the walks with the dog walker. Yeah, I, I would that be uh, prudent. Um, that w- that would that's not a bad idea. It's yeah. not a bad idea. But if she can't make any any progress with the dog, I would I would kind of bug out of that situation because I don't want the dog associating that with with someone else. Yeah, you know. So and then she's not walking for anybody. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. But um, I would insist on a little bit of progress. You know, uh, dogs tend to remember the last thing that happens in a training situation. So if you're frustrated and you don't make any progress, and then you put the dog away then that's the last thing they remember. So even if you walk out there and you get 10 seconds of really good behavior that you never had before, put the dog away. You're done right there. You know, stop when you're ahead. Stop before you get to a point where, which people don't tend to do. People tend to say, oh, okay, I'm making progress. Let's do more. Yeah. You know, so yeah, as soon as you make some progress, try to, try to stop initially. All right. And that's some pretty good advice. That is. I, that was the question that I, I thought I, I was excited about. Yeah. I was, I was excited about that question. It is odd. I'd, I'd yeah. love to see the behavior. Yeah. It, it just was like, wow, there's so many layers, more layers. They gave us some good information, but it's yeah. like there's so many more layers to that. It was like, uh, I hope they get a result. Because, yeah, uh, yeah Kooky walks with one person, but not with the other one. Uh, Denver, strange stuff going on in Denver. Yeah. Denver. Yeah, maybe uh, we can go out to Denver and just take a look. Yeah, no, no, this is uh, there's another story. I was segueing to Denver. Oh, okay. I sorry. was moving away All from, uh, I was, I was, you're I was so much moving away from the. The Bernie Doodle or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, no, that was uh, – yeah, was that the Bernie Doodle? Yeah, that was, that was the Bernie yeah. Doodle. <laughs> Bernadette – I don't even know. Bernadette. Bernadette. All right, anyway, so with Denver um, – so America's getting more and more woke as days don't, go on. Don't right? use that word around me. No? I, I, I is will, that an overdone word? I will destroy this place. You <laughs> say it one more time. <laughs> I'd, so that's one of the features I have my kids uh, working on. Uh, is it, is it uh, the word or is it the people behind that movement? First of all, the, 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 the word is misused. Ah, uh, fair play. And it's um, who made who makes it up, <laughs> and why do I have to understand what that means now? Because <laughs> I like I liked the world before that word appeared. Yeah, <laughs> to be a misogynist. We don't need any more words. To Jamie. be a misogynistic, uh, yeah. uncaring, woke. Yeah. 
So, uh, well, as people become more and more conscientious, that's a good word. That's a good word because I think that's what they mean. Yeah. 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 As people become more and more conscientious, uh, getting rid of uh, old uh, icons Mm -hmm. that were either – um, I don't know, you know, like, uh, misogynistic, like or, General or, Lee or, statues, or, or yeah, or <laughs> racist, or or you know, yeah, uh, I got it. Subjugation of people. So, uh, Denver High School yeah. getting rid of their Confederate mascot. They used to be the Rebels. Oh, yeah, we're the Rebels. We're the Rebels. Yeah, yeah, Rebels. Man, that, that would have been even ten years ago. That would have been a, a badge of honor. Yeah, we're the Rebels. You know, rebels. Yeah, every well, kid I, wants to be a rebel. Yeah. Well, you know, so the I, I figure the, I, I would say just tra- change your you know the, the mascot character to a little James Dean character. There you yeah. go. Instead of being like a you know a, a soldier yeah. carrying a Confederate flag, just turn him to a little James Dean, you know, pouty, <laughs> pouty, <laughs> driving off a cliff. Yeah. You know, a little pensive. Yeah, yeah, all right, no, anyway. But so anyway, the rebels, uh, they're getting rid of the rebels, uh, and they, what do you think they're replacing it with? Uh, they armadillos. Armadillos. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, but it's not. I, that's, that's good, though. I it's like not that. the Rebels. You know, I'm, I, when I think Rebel, you know what I think of? Yeah. Star Wars, the Rebel Alliance. Ah, that that's would be I, cool, too. That's what I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some Star Wars reference. Yeah. The Wookiees. They changed it to the Wookiees. <laughs> That'd be great. But uh, they're changing it to uh, a bird. Um, so they're getting rid of the, the, the Confederate. Please and, tell me they changed it to a, a swallow. Uh, no. <laughs> How about a booby? Blue-footed booby. No, it's a, a raven. A raven? The ravens, yeah. Oh, okay. And they thought it would be a good idea to get like a pet mascot raven. Well, they got one that talked. What do you think the problem could be? <laughs> Someone's teaching some bad words. <laughs> Somebody got themselves a swearing raven. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Wouldn't that be great, though? So, uh, yeah, no. So that's... Uh, does it not talk? Um, it doesn't. I was, I was trying to make a joke that the, they bought a raven that swore mm-hmm. because I thought it would be funny. It's an yeah. interesting issue, though, about about words. And and uh, has that happened in history? You're you're kind of a wordsmith, and you understand like uh, uh, English usage uh, of English words. Has that ever happened where you know people are so easily offended by things, and you have to change everything to? I don't even. I don't, there was something. There was something else new today in the last twenty four hours that I was like, really? That's okay. <laughs> That's uh, oh no! It was it was so stupid. They were pre- protesting something, and then it just comes from my you know middle yeah. class white privileged upbringing. <laughs> I just it's I I have a hard time grasping yeah. some of, but no, it was something really ridiculous. Oh god, I, it'll come to me. Um, you know, not like the Confederacy or anything. That's you know, um, but I mean, rebel has a pretty broad. Yeah, but there was probably a, a, a Confederate flag woven into the, you know. Can't you get rid of the flag? Iconography of it. And they just wanted a clean break. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. So uh, I sent you an email. Are you? Do you have your email handy in your phone? Because Samantha waited all this time. Back to our fiction. You the story about the Raven pizza. All right. It is it is time for a little fact or fiction. It's a fun little game we like to play where we read three headlines ripped from the news. Two, completely true. One is false, created by me, 
earlier when I should have been teaching my raven not to swear. Samantha, are you ready? Brian's going to read you three headlines. you got to pick the false headline. Did you accidentally send it to me? No. You still can't. You can't tell, though. I mean, it's, uh, it doesn't matter if it was sent to you. Okay, here we go. Uh, Samantha, are you ready? Yes. All right. You'll, uh, you'll sense a theme here. <laughs> uh, story number one, Ukrainian tourist, Egyptian guide, lose limbs in shark attack. Oh. Number two. Boy who lost arm in shark attack gets a three-legged dog from his mom. And story number three, animals taken from illegal Michigan rehab center after Tot loses arm in wolf dog attack. Illegal Michigan rehab All center. attacks. You know, that, one, that last one was weird, though, because you did two sharks and then you did a wolf? A wolf dog. Wolf dog. Wolf dog. Wolf dog. Rehab center, what are they in for? Rehab. Mm-hmm. Drinking dogs. <laughs> so, once again, number one, Ukrainian tourist and Egyptian guide lose limbs in shark attack. Story number two, boy who lost arm in shark attack gets a three-legged dog from his mom. Hmm. And number three, animals taken from illegal Michigan rehab center after uh, Tot loses arm in wolf dog attack. Dude, that last one is a mouthful. Um... I'm going to say two. Two? The second one. Is the false one? Yeah. So that girl, I think she's been Googling. Oh, hold your calls, America. We have a winner. Wow. <laughs> Look at her. It look, she looks like she just won she a new the Oscar. <laughs> I'd like to thank a the Academy. <laughs> So I, I like that uh, the tour guide and the tourist both yeah. the one lost an arm, one lost a leg. Yeah, sharks, sharks two, human zero, <laughs> <laughs> and then they team up to do a sitcom of some sort, <laughs> <laughs> and then they get the little dancing sharks that come in every once in a while, and the guys just freak out. Um, and then yeah, it's very sad about the tot. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was in Michigan. They had to close down this uh, illegal – people were, like, I don't know, keeping wolf dogs and wolves. Wolf mm. dog. No, it's a wolf. It's, a wolf, <laughs> it's what yeah. you have is a wolf. If there's any, any – oh, it's only quarter wolf. It's not – it's a wolf. Yeah, it's a ter- terrible idea. You are – oh, it's, well, just let my toddler feed him. Nothing like taking thousands of years of domestication <laughs> and, and – Flushing it down the toilet. Yeah, I got I wonder if we can mix them back to the wolf you know, <laughs> blood. I like. There's a there was a little meme uh, out there. It's like this picture of this majestic wolf, and it's looking, and it says, <laughs> "It says maybe I, I'll just walk over by that campfire and get a little food. What could go wrong?" And the next picture is this pug with like a birthday cake <laughs> hat on. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Who's bad? Just about there. It's time for the bad animal joke of the week. All righty. Um, these aren't really animal jokes, but uh, it's uh, kind of Hall- they're bad. Halloween they're bad. season, and they are bad. All right, hey, hey, Samantha. Hey, what? What do you call a tree when it's scared? Uh, I don't know. 
They're petrified. (laughs) 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 Petrified trees. (laughs) All right. Uh, This is an animal one. Sam, what does a turkey dress up as uh, for Halloween? Thanksgiving? I don't know. A goblin. (laughs) 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 That's, That's bad. It only encourages me. Yeah. Uh, where where do baby ghosts go? Where do baby ghosts go? I don't know. Day scare. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's the best part of that was the little, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> the, 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 the pantomime, pantomime, whatever. <laughs> All right. So what? Uh, Day scare. <laughs> what? what yeah. What what treats do eye doctors give out on Halloween? Um, eye doctors, uh, eyeballs, candy corneas. <laughs> God, that's so bad. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's just, um, see, I don't know which one of these I want to end with. No, All right. All right. So, um, well, I know, but I just didn't know what order to do them in. All right. Um, what did the vampire say to the ghost at the Halloween party? What did the vampire say to the ghost at a Halloween party? <laughs> Come on, live a little. <laughs> oh, because he's dead. Hey, 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 hey. Oh. All right, last one. Uh, how do you mend a jack-o'-lantern? How do you mend a broken jack-o'-lantern? Hmm. No idea. A pumpkin patch. <laughs> I need a rim shot for that one. Oh, there you go. All right, that is uh, that's time. Samantha, tell people stuff. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, so uh, social media pages at Animal Talk Radio, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Animal Talk Radio. Website, www.animaltalkradio.com, youtube.com, slash Animal Talk TV. That's right. That's right. And then merchwearingfunny.com. Verywearingfunny.com. No, just wearingfunny.com, yes. So there you go. All right. Um, Sam, thanks for hanging out the whole time. I'm glad you joined us remotely. Uh, Good luck with your car troubles. Thank you. And uh, so... We're done now. So I, I don't really want to leave, though. I've enjoyed this time. Together. You don't have to go home. <laughs> but you can't stay here, James. Uh, <laughs> all right. Till next time, please have an exotic week.